pray and we'll jump in. If you're watching on Facebook, uh, we are glad you're here. If you're watching on Facebook in the next uh, couple days or weeks or whenever, we're glad you're tuned in. You all ready? Let's pray. Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for who you are and what you are in our life. We glorify and magnify you in the beauty of your holiness. We thank you, Father, that it is a privilege that we come before you. And it's a privilege to open your word and feast at your table, Lord. Father, we ask tonight that the the words just jump off the pages and into our spirit as we just continue to learn more and more about you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hey, we're going to stay in the series on citizens uh, of the kingdom, but uh, Ted and I got to talking in the last week or so, and something the Lord's been dealing with me on, and uh, I want to just, uh, for the next, I don't know, three or four weeks, we'll see, uh, I want to just talk about healing. Um, And if you've been around, you're probably glad. Uh, and, and if we have ever struggled, and I, all of us have, have struggled with healing at some time, have uh, been believing God for healing or just or needing healing, and uh, a lot of people I hear say the, the craziest things to me. Well, you know, I, this is just a little thing, so I don't want to ask God. I don't want to bother God with it. I already had somebody say, me. <laughs> um, you know, but healing is actually a principle of God's kingdom. Uh, it is, and so it is a right that we have. It is, and let me tell you, I wish I could tell you that I walk in this all the time. There are times when I allow myself just to get down where I'm like, wait a minute, I don't have to do this. I don't have to, to, to go through this. So we're going to make a statement as, and first off, it's, it's God's will to heal. The word says, and we'll, we'll probably quote this in the next uh, week or so. Uh, the word says that Jesus came. He says, I come not to do my will, but the will of him who sent me. So if we want to know what the will of God is, especially in the area of healing, we just have to see what Jesus did. And so we, when we look into the word, we can never find anywhere in the word where Jesus made anyone sick. You, you can't find it. So if he didn't do it, why do we still blame God for it? Come on with me. And we do. Well, you know, uh, uh, God's just trying to teach me something. God doesn't have to teach you something by hurting you. That'd be like me walking over and punching Reese right between the eyes and say, son, you'll learn something from this. What would happen? Well, not now. He's a full-grown man. But, uh, but if I would have done that 10 years ago, you would have called somebody to come and pick me up because we'd call that what? Child abuse. So why do we do the same thing with God? James chapter 1, verse 17 Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights with whom there is no change or shadow of turning. So every good gift, how many of us would believe that healing is a good gift? All right, so that tells us it comes from God. So every good gift comes down from the Father of lights. But I love the last part there. It says, in whom there is no, if you're reading King James, it says that there's no variableness. That, very, that word just means change. 
in whom there is no change. Hebrews 13, 8, for Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. Every good and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights in whom there is no change or shadow of turning. That means that whatever good gift that he gives to Reese, he's not going to turn his back and cast a shadow on Velma and said, this is good enough for Reese, but you can't have it. If it's a good gift, it comes from him, and he's not going to give to one and then turn his back on another. And so many times we, we find ourselves saying those very things. Well, Lord, why, don't, why did you heal Ted? Ted's got this great testimony of, of overcoming his heart attack and, and all this stuff. Why did you do that for Ted, but yet you won't do it for me? See, that tells us we don't really know who we serve. Because if we knew who we served, we know that in him there is no variableness nor shadow of turning. He doesn't give to one. So what we need to do is when you hear of somebody being healed, start rejoicing. Start rejoicing in that because what he did for them, he'll do for me. What, when he healed Tabitha and she shows up in my office and said, hey, look, the cancer's gone. And I'm like, well, praise God. And, and she looked at me because I guess I didn't get excited enough for her. And I said, oh, are we surprised? We, we become surprised that what we've asked God for, that we know is his will, that it happens. And in a take, oh. man, I just, I'm glad that he does things when I'm just too ding-dong-headed to, to, to realize what I've done, you know? Uh, so, but I like this. Every good and every perfect gift comes, comes down from the Father of Light, who, it comes from above, from the Father of Light who sins, in whom there is no variableness, there's no change. So I want us to settle these two scriptures first, okay? That the Jesus we're talking about, the Jesus we serve, does not change. He can't, or else he's a liar. And if, and if he changed, now here's, here's the argument you get a lot of times, Kevin. People say, yeah, but that was back then. We needed healings back then to establish how great God was so that people would just receive the word. Well, let me tell you, then we definitely need it now. <laughs> because people are running out of the church. They're not running in. Uh, well, if he, if he did it then, we have to settle the fact that he does it now. All right? Or else we can't even trust him for salvation. Come on. If he was good enough to save back then, but he changed on the idea of healing, how do we know that he's even good enough to do it now? So we have to take God at his character that his word says that he does not, the word says, I'm not a man that I should lie. So if he doesn't heal, Okay, so if I know it's his will, but again, whose job is it to receive? It's my job to receive. So go to Luke chapter 9. I'm trying to remember which message I'm preaching today. I've been doing two or three at once here this week. So if I, if I bleed over into Sunday, you'll, you'll, you'll be okay. <laughs> Luke chapter 9, verse 1. Then he called his 12 disciples together and gave them power and authority over all demons. And to what? Okay, there's other scriptures here, guys, that we need to remember. 
if there is no variableness nor shadow of turning, how many of you know to lay hands on the sick and see them recover is a good thing? So if he put that on the disciples to do, but he decided these latter-day disciples, they don't need to do it, he's changed again. He gave them a command. He said he called them together and gave them power and authority over all demons. You know, the word says that in God there's no respect of person. That means he doesn't like one more than the other. So if there's no respect or person in God, guess what else he does for all of his followers? This is the same command that goes to us. You have power over all demons and the power to cure diseases. It's a kingdom principle. It's established in the work that he gave his disciples to do. Well, then why is so-and-so get sick? And why? I wish I could answer every question like that for you, and I'm not going to pretend to. But, I, but I've said it once. You've heard me say it a thousand times in here. If I would fall over tonight, right here in front of you, somebody better get in this pulpit and preach healing next week because it wasn't God's fault. <laughs> You're like, How can you say that? Because he's, he's not a man that he should lie. So if, if somebody's having trouble receiving, it's not him having trouble giving, it's me having trouble receiving, or, and there's a block somewhere in me. Now, people will say, well, I don't like that. You know, that puts emphasis on something that I have to do. Yeah, the emphasis on what I have to do is receive it. Free and clear. Just say, yes, Lord, that's who you are. Now, he says, and he called his 12 disciples together, and he gave them power and authority over all demons and to cure diseases. And he sent them out to preach the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. Whenever you get into a place where the real kingdom of God is being ministered to, what naturally follows are healings. It should naturally follow a place that is believing as kingdom believers. That's the next thing that should happen. And you look, it always followed them. So what's the difference in us? Now, the word, the word power there, he said he gave them power. The word power there is the word dunamis. That is the same place. It means power. It means explosiveness. It is the root word where we get the word dynamite. It means dynamic. So what he gave them was an explosive force <laughs> over all demons and sickness. He gave them an explosive force and then he gave them his authority. We're talking about kingdom stuff here. That authority, exousia. And that word is the ability to influence, the ability to permit or the ability withhold. And it means to have a judicial reign. So he called his 12 disciples together and he gave them the explosive force and the ability to permit or withhold over all demons and sicknesses. And then he said, now go preach this kingdom and heal the sick. See, when we understand who we are, we're understanding that when I lay hands on you, it is a powerful thing. When you lay hands on me, 
It is a powerful thing. Because whether you realize it's in you or not, because you have been brought out of the kingdom of darkness and put into the kingdom of the son that he loves, when you lay your hands on me, you have the ability to release an explosive force that whatever demonic entity has come against me or whatever sickness has come against me, you have the ability within your hands to lay hands on me and drive that. We said, well, that's for the preachers, that's for the apostles, that's for the prophets. No, that's for the believer. And he says, you have this ability to dynamically, it's part of the kingdom. Now he tells them, go preach the kingdom and do this. This always follows the kingdom. That's why when, when we have our prayer guys come up here, you know, a lot of times I, I, I've been there. I'm sitting in, in, in this place and, and I'm ministering and come up, pray for this lady. She chased us around for years to believe in God for a baby. And, and, and so she, uh, she came up one time and she said, and I was preaching and uh, uh, another guy was preaching the next night. She said, uh, well, uh, I want him to pray for me, not you. Okay. That don't hurt my feelings. Well, the next night, guess who wasn't there? So it had to be me. So I'm like, okay, this is the last night. What are you going to do? So we lay hands on her. Well, that child is now 20, 19, somewhere around there. You got to move and realize this is not saved for special people. This is not saved for the pastors, the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists. This is part of a kingdom principle that resides in everything. And you have, well, I don't know if I have that much faith. You don't, that's the thing about it. You don't have to have it. All you have to do is know who you are. You don't have to have faith for D to receive. It's D's job to receive. Well, how many people have you laid hands on and they never received anything? A lot, a lot. So does that change your mind? Not at all, why? It's not my job to receive. My job is to lay hands on the sick, preach the kingdom and heal. You say, well, then why didn't it just happen for them? Because there is a thing called faith that everyone must activate in themselves. I'm gonna get over this the next couple weeks. So if, if we're praying for D, and D doesn't have faith to receive this, and, and, and she flops over tomorrow. Am I gonna blame God that he didn't heal her? No, I wanna say, well, you say, yeah, but that, you're, that hasn't happened to you yet. But I've had plenty of that it has. The Lord had me one time, I was, I was ministering, the same revival, and the Lord said, come now for healing. It's now, the now's the time. <laughs> and so we laid hands on a bunch of people. My goodness, did we lay hands on a bunch of people. Well, at the end of service, 
this guy came up to me and said, well, I'm, I, I want you to lay hands on me. I said, no. He said, what? I said, that was the time for healing. That's when God was moving. I said, now let's let, I can't remember even who it was. I picked somebody who was up there because I knew what he wanted. He was wanting to watch me and see if people had changes and then he was gonna come up after service. So I said, no. I know, shocking. But we're gonna let so-and-so, and it was, I think it might've even been a teenager at that time. I said, lay hands on him. I don't want them to lay hands on me. I want a Jew. This ain't about me. Remember, this isn't saved for the certain. This is a kingdom principle. Well, that person laid hands on them and the guy got completely healed of whatever sinus issues or whatever was going on. Like, well, what happened? It wasn't about me. I wanted him to understand it doesn't have to be me. Folks, quit. Well, you know, if you're sick, let me take you to the pastors. One of them will pray for you. No, you got it. It's a kingdom principle. It's in you. You, you ladies, when, when, when people come in to a, a harvest house and they're sick, pray for them. Don't say, well, come to church and have us pray. No, lay hands on them. This is a kingdom principle. You are part of the kingdom. Lay your hands on somebody. Expect God to do what God said he would do. All you have to do is agree with him that he is the same yesterday, today, and forever, and that he gave us the ability to go and preach the kingdom and heal diseases. Amen. Mm. Well, what if I have to pray for him several times? That's okay, Jesus did too. Now, that's a, that's a bad teaching if you come from some of the places I've come from because they'll tell you, well, you don't have enough faith except for the fact that Jesus laid his hands on a guy to receive his sight and ask him, so what do you see? He says, I see men like trees walking. He goes, well, that ain't right. So does that mean Jesus didn't have enough power to heal him? That means there was a problem in the receiver. I want to show you this in the word here in just a minute. There was a problem with the receiver. So <laughs> he gave them the authority. It is, okay, but that was the apostles. <laughs> Preach the kingdom, heal the sick. We don't have to do that anymore. Or he doesn't have to do that. The kingdom has been preached. No, it hasn't. Come on. Galen, the kingdom hasn't been preached because if it had been, we would see more of this happening because he said, preach the kingdom and heal the sick. They follow each other. Mm. But why do you think we're starting to see little spurts of things happening around here? Here's a spark and there's a spark and there, because people are starting to get in their head that maybe I'm not part of a religion. Maybe I'm part of a kingdom. Maybe God didn't come to set up Christianity. He came to set up his kingdom on the earth and he's gonna use us to do it. And if he, uh, get ahead. Go to Mark chapter one. When the real kingdom message is preached, healing follows. Mark chapter one, verse 14, yeah. After John was put into prison, 
Jesus came to Galilee preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God, saying, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe the gospel. What's at hand? What was he telling them was at hand? The kingdom of God is at hand. Now, we talked about this Sunday. Let's talk about it again. What's the word repent mean? Say it out loud. Change your mind. It's about changing your mind. So he says, the kingdom of God is at hand, so repent. Well, what are they repenting of? They're repenting of any mindset. Oh, this is going straight into Sunday, and I'm trying not to. They're they're repenting of a mindset that doesn't line up with what God's kingdom has established. God's kingdom has established salvation. So anything that rejects salvation is a mindset that has completely rejected the kingdom of God. And so, why do you think the, the words tells us that the enemy has blinded the minds talking about salvation? He said the enemy has blinded the minds of them where they don't see the gospel. Jesus told him here, he said, repent, change your mind. So what do we need to change our mind about? I think we need to change our mind about healing. Imagine what would happen if a church and as many of us as possible would just take that God's word is true, God's word is real, and that healing is established. And it's our job to lay hands on the sick. It's their job to receive. We'll we'll look at that in a minute. Luke chapter 4. so trying to stay out of Sunday it's hard to do this when you're talking about mindsets Luke chapter 4 verse 16 and he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up and as was his custom he went to the synagogue on the Sabbath day just in case you're wondering Jesus went to church because he it's what his custom was The word, okay. And the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was handed to him and when he unrolled the scroll, he found the place where it was written, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed. Remember that line. We're going to look at something here in a minute. To preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Lord, sorry. And he rolled up the scroll and he gave it back to the attendant and sat down. And the eyes of all those in the synagogue were fixed on him. And he began to say, today this is fulfilled in your hearing. See, you got to understand, that was, a, that was a scripture about the prophecy of the coming Messiah. So for him to stand up and read it, it got their attention. And then when he sat down, he looked at them and said, today, the time of healing has started. Today, the time of the kingdom has started. Today, the time of the deliverance for the oppressed has started. Today, <laughs> 
the time for the brokenhearted to be healed. Today, he said, today, this is fulfilled. The entire kingdom is set into place on this day. You can mark it on your calendar that the day of healing had begun. The day of the will of God had begun because now's the time for the blind to see and the deaf to hear and the lame to walk and the dumb to talk. Today, this is settled and fulfilled in this process. Folks, pick up with God where your faith is. If your faith is saying, hey, I'm going to go to the doctor. He's going to help me here. God gives us doctors. He gives us nurses. He gives us medicine. I'm not saying go out here and throw all your medicine away. Sometimes he gives it that. Let your faith meet where your faith is. Well, you, Brother Hagen used to say it's like trying to have Cadillac faith when really the only faith you have is for a Volkswagen. You're believing for a Cadillac, but your faith is Volkswagen, you know? So I, I, I go for my last appointment, Kathy, and they tell me, they said, well, your insurance, our doctor no longer takes your insurance. So we're going to have to send you to another doctor. I said, oh, all right. And they were going to do the surgery the next, next day or next week or something. So I'll go to that next doctor. But in the meantime, I had a dream. I had a dream, I got up and I coughed and I coughed my tonsils out in my hand. Okay? So I, told, so I woke up and told this, that I'm going to the appointment, but I won't have the surgery. She said, why? And I told her in my dream, I said, I coughed my tonsils up in my hand. She's with me. We go to the doctor. We sit down. He says, open your mouth. I open my mouth and he says, why do they want your tonsils out? I said, well, because they're so big, they're almost touching. And I, you know, he said, I wouldn't touch your tonsils. He said, they're tiny. He said, I wouldn't touch them with a 10-foot pole. He said, I'm not doing surgery on you. There's no way I'm doing. Why? Because I started to believe that, yeah, I will go through this process, but I started to declare over myself because it is a kingdom principle. Preach the kingdom, heal the sick. Preach the kingdom, heal the sick. When you see where the gospel is preached, the kingdom is preached, healing comes. That's why we're doing a whole, what are we on, three months now? On just talking about citizenship of the kingdom, why it's so important. And I have not had strep throat one time since then. And if you hear me getting raspy, it's because I've probably went too crazy up here. I need to learn to calm down a little bit. But how do you calm down in praise? My God. Do you know why this is here? Who knows why this, Bob always puts this out here. Anybody in here know? I used to need it. Because about the same time that was going on with my throat, I was having such knee problems I couldn't walk. Even getting up on the stage. Now I sit down up there just because I got spoiled sitting down. I thought, oh, this is pretty nice. <laughs> Guitars can get heavy around the neck. <laughs> but I couldn't get up, up, up and down the steps. Poor D got caught in a corner one day while they drained fluid off my knee, who is not medical at all. And they told me, you're going to have to have a replacement. On one and probably both, we're going to have to replace those. And I said, nah, I don't think so. I don't think we will. 
And in between that time of just declaring what the kingdom says. It's a kingdom principle. I'm a citizen of the kingdom. I'm part of the royal family of God. I have a right to be healed. But now I don't have the knee pain. I, I, I couldn't tell you the last time that I went and got a steroid shot. Oh, because I was getting them as, as often as a, six months, jab it, let, let us go, throw it in there. You say, well, well, I'm glad this has all worked for you. It'll work for you. It's a kingdom principle. It's part of the kingdom of God. He's a healer then. He's a healer now. He'll be the healer forever. Let me t- you know that healing even lasts throughout eternity. If you go over into a revelation, and I know everybody's afraid of revelation. You shouldn't be. It's the revelation of Jesus Christ. There's good, the good news is in Revelation. It says that there's a tree that buds in heaven itself and its leaves are for the healing of the nations. This is a forever thing. Healing is a forever settled thing. And imagine if we could see a group of people who's just settled that says, you know what? Because you know what? There's some people who haven't ever been taught anything. They don't know whether to receive or not. That's when God just uses you. (laughs) Acts chapter 10. Now remember what Jesus said. Jesus said there in Luke, he said, to set at liberty those who were oppressed. Acts chapter 10, verse 38. How God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good and what? Healing who? Finish it. Who were oppressed of the devil. Sickness is an oppression from the enemy. Jesus says the day is fulfilled that I will, I will set at liberty those who are oppressed. Acts tells us what they were oppressed of and how God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed. So what is God's will on healing? All. God wants you healed. You say, well, I don't, have, I don't think I have that faith to just receive that right now. Okay, then believe something. If you have to start believing, God, this medicine that I'm taking, I thank you that it's doing its work. It's doing the job. You've given me doctors, and I thank you that the day's coming where I don't have to take this anymore. Come on. There's nothing wrong. But you've got to start believing somewhere. What we do and what we've done, who was it? Was it you and I talking about what one of the uh, ministers said? Was it Smith Wigglesworth? It said as modern medicine, was it me and you? How did that go? As modern medicine became more, as progressives, the, the, the act of believing God and having faith will decrease in the church. <clears throat> I heard a doctor tell us one time, he said, you know, it's funny 
when, everybody, when anybody comes into my office, I always pray with them. He said, you know, people who don't believe in healing are the first to, to let me pray with them. He said, but the Pentecostals, Charismatics, when they come in, they're the ones that's most resistant. Isn't that backward? We've got to understand healing is a kingdom principle. It's God's will to heal. And if I don't care if I have to have Ted lay hands on me until I have a permanent imprint of his hand on my head, I am going to stand and declare that God's word says they lay hands on the sick and they shall. Idra, every time you massage somebody, you ought to be praying over them. I'm sure you do. Every time we go around and touch somebody, you know, we, Ted and I were sitting in a Ruby Tuesdays today eating a salad because we're trying to be good boys. <laughs> and I heard a lady talking on the phone with somebody about someone having a blood clot on the brain. And I thought, oh, I got to get over there. I just want to agree with her in prayer. We, we just need, why? Well, that's, you're going to seem weird. And Jesus didn't. Jesus didn't seem weird. He hung out with prostitutes and tax collectors. He didn't hang out with the religious people. And what did he do? He went about healing all. It is a kingdom principle of the, of the kingdom of God that healing comes and follows the preaching of the kingdom. How, Christ, how God anointed Jesus Christ to Nazareth, Acts 10, 38, with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all who are oppressed of the devil. Go back, devil. A little uh, Adam Sandler come in there. <laughs> the devil. Go to Luke chapter, what are we going to? 17. Luke chapter 17. Folks, I have seen God heal. <laughs> I have seen God heal. I have been healed too many times for me ever to be talked out of this. It, it just, uh. Luke 17, verse 20. And when he asked, he was asked by the Pharisees when the kingdom of God would come. He answered them and said, the kingdom of God does not come with observation. So in other words, you're not going to be able to look for it. He said, nor will they say, here it is or there it is. For remember, the kingdom of God is within you. Now, there's so many translations, and I don't know what one you have or, or what you use. Well, it says the kingdom of God is approaching or the kingdom of God is coming close. That word within is actually the word entos. It means inside. So if you've got a translation that says, well, the kingdom of God is close or the kingdom of God approaches or the kingdom of God is nearby, that's not what it says. The word was entos. That's the English way of saying it. It means inside. It actually has its root in the word in, E-N, which means it's a fixed position. <laughs> it's a fixed position in time and place. It's in relationship to rest. Imagine if we would get to understanding. If healing is a principle of the kingdom, go and preach the kingdom, heal the sick. 
They go together. And if we could remember and, and, and get in our spirits that the kingdom is in me, and if healing is a principle of the kingdom, then guess what else is already in me? Healing is already in here. Healing is already there because it's a principle of the kingdom and you carry the kingdom. You are the carrier of the kingdom of God. So healing is already there. Imagine the church that would rise up and says, I am going to completely release this kingdom. That healing has no option but to happen. Yeah, but we, I know so-and-so, so-and-so died and so-and-so died. I've had people come to me and say, well, why did so-and-so die? So, well, I don't know. But I know a lot of times when I've asked people of chronic sicknesses, what do you want? And they say, it's better for me to be there than it is here. Come on. Don't tell me for a second the moment we don't get a glimpse at that other side. <laughs> That's why I, <laughs> I walked in. I, I, some of you don't know, I was a respiratory therapist uh, in my early years when Dee and I first got together. I walked into a room one night and uh, the judge in the county, his mom was there and she was flatlined and gone. So I did what respiratory therapists do. We started CPR. We started an airway. We, we did all these things. Well, she came back. Two days later, you know, that's, that's what's supposed to happen, right? Two days later, I walk in to give her a breathing treatment. And she said, well, they tell me that I have you to thank for, for saving me and bringing me back. I said, no, ma'am, you don't. She said, well, it's a good thing because I sure am not going to. She said, you don't know what I was brought back from. How in the world do we fault someone and say, well, I guess it, people have a will, folks. They have a will, and if it's better for them, then let them, it's okay to let them go. According to your faith, Jesus told them, let it be done to you. And if their faith says, I want to be there, I don't want to be here. He gave him power and authority. That word authority means what? To permit or to withhold. And now all of you can probably sit here right now and think of a time when somebody, you saw somebody, the family member or whatever was trying to go and somebody wasn't letting go. Why? Because that kingdom principle's there. Who was withholding Victory. Got to remember, death is not defeat. It's total, ultimate victory for the believer. Death is not a defeat. Don't. <laughs> I know this don't go along with most charismatic teaching. Healing is absolutely God's will. And there is time when somebody says, I need to be there. And how in the world do we fault them for that? But if we would grasp that the kingdom is in us, then the principles of the kingdom are in us. And if healing is a principle of the kingdom, why do we get to where we look at 
prosperity being a principle of the kingdom. And healing is a principle of the kingdom and healing is already in me. Go to Matthew. Matthew chapter four. Let me encourage you to come Sunday and you'll get to figure out a lot more of this. It all just fits together. We're gonna be talking about our thinking more on Sunday. Matthew chapter four, verse 23. And Jesus went throughout all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the what? Gospel of the kingdom. Jesus did not preach a new religion. That's why this teaching can be preached and taught anywhere. It's a kingdom thing. It's not a church thing. It's not a denominational thing. It's not a religion thing. He was preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing all kinds of sicknesses and all sorts of diseases among the people. Again, preaching the kingdom, healing follows. He's preaching the kingdom, healing of diseases follow. Healing of sickness follows. Verse 24, and his fame went throughout all of Syria and they brought him all sick people who were taken with various diseases and tormented with pain. Those who were possessed with demons, those who had seizures, those who had paralysis, and he healed them. How many of them did he heal? All. You know why we're called Christians? It's supposed to mean Christ-like. You know that, that term started out as a negative term. They were making fun of believers. It means little Christ's. They were acting like little Christ. Maybe it's time the church just starts forgetting how we look, forgetting what it sounds like, forgetting what people think, and we just start acting like Christ again. We forget the fact that we're not trying to start a religion. We're not trying to build up a religion. We're building a kingdom. And we're going to operate in kingdom principles. And when we operate in kingdom principles and we start teaching the kingdom of God for what it is, then healing follows because anytime you see the kingdom preached, they were healing. You're still in the hospital? Every time you lay hands on somebody, pray. You don't have to pray out loud. <laughs> Tell you a story. Dee was getting her hair cut in Tulsa, Oklahoma one time. <laughs> And uh, she, told, she told the lady, she said, I, need, I want my hair to grow faster. And the lady comes up and grabs her, in the name of Jesus. <laughs> I mean, she shook the guts out of her head. Listen, God may say, hey, do something strange. But God may, uh, God may just say, just declare the kingdom. I was, I was being a respiratory therapist. They called us down into the, uh, what's that place they have the babies? Well, this, this baby was coming and it was, it was way early. So yeah, thank you. So I'm standing there in the delivery room waiting with an ambu bag, little one, for this baby. 
And as I sat there, I heard a voice. I've told you this. As clear as I'm sitting here, they said, this one is mine and I'll take it. Folks, don't think for a moment that there is not an enemy out there who wants to destroy this people of this world. I started declaring. And so they put the baby in the bed and I had to start, I had to be there at the head to start bagging this baby. So I just took my hand. I didn't have to, I wasn't going to draw attention to everybody in that delivery room. I said, Father, I declare your kingdom over this child. Release what is in me and heal. <laughs> well, they, they shipped it out, but the mom brought it back to us in just a few months to show us how big it had gotten. Let me give you something else. Sydney was born about eight weeks early. Sydney, my daughter, had four plus brain, brain bleeds on both sides. We walked in, we asked the, the nurses, what did the test say? They said, well, the doctor will come. Being a respiratory therapist, I knew what that meant. I told Dee, I said, they're getting ready to give us bad news. Don't believe it. Because Holy Spirit had just spoke to me. I said, God, he said, didn't you give her to me? I said, yeah. He said, then I won't take it broken. Within two days, they started talking about sending her home. And they tried to tell us. Listen, I called everybody, Galen. I made so many people mad. That's okay, I didn't matter. I said, listen, this is what we're believing for my baby. And if you can't agree with me, remember what I said. It's his will to heal. It's my job to receive and it's your job to agree with me. And I told them, if you can't believe this for my child, do not pray for my child. Man, do you know how many phone calls I got? How, um, I mean, it was bad. How dare you tell me I'll pray the way I want to. Well, you're not praying the kingdom then. The kingdom says when the kingdom is preached, healing follows. And they said, well, she might not ever play piano or she's going to have all these disabilities. The day she got assigned a letter of intent to play volleyball in college, I wanted to chase those doctors down and said, listen, this. You got to understand the kingdom is in you. It's opera. It's not me. I'm not special. He's not special. It is in each one of you in this room. The kingdom of God is waiting to be released and you have it. Lay hands on the sick. I I've got stories. I've been doing this for 30 some years. He says, Jesus went and preaching the gospel of the kingdom, healing all kinds of sickness all kinds of diseases, cast out devils, Matthew chapter 12, verse 28. 
Matthew 12, verse 28. Jesus said, if I cast out devils, demons by the spirit of God, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. So what else comes with the kingdom? Casting out devils. Jesus said, if I cast out demons by the spirit of God, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. Well, what are we gonna do if people start manifesting all this stuff? You're the kingdom. Where's the kingdom? Intos. Inside, it's a fixed place. So cast out devils. Show them the kingdom of God has come near. Mark chapter 16. There's so much in the scriptures about healing. How can we not believe it, Jody? But I know so-and-so. Yeah, I do too. And sometimes people say, you know what? I want to be there. And I'm like, go. Go. Enjoy it. Mark 16. And these signs will accompany the believer, those who believe. So these things should follow those who believe. He didn't say these signs will follow a religion. He didn't say these signs will follow Christianity. He said these signs will follow those who believe. Matthew, uh, Mark 16, verse 17. Sorry if I didn't tell you that. <laughs> and these signs will follow those who believe. In my name, they will cast out demons. There's no maybe. Well, I'm afraid of a demon. Why? Dee and I had this lady call us one time and say, can you all meet me at the church? I've, I need to talk. Well, in the middle of us talking, some things arose. And I'm like, well, we don't have to put up with this. So I, I, go, to, I go to lay hands on her, Ted. And Dee says, wait, 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 wait. You always get to. Let me do it. <laughs> now, I'm talking about a practicing witch here, okay, who had came and given her heart to God, but had some things that were still, she, she was following God. She hadn't given herself to God yet because we'll get into that at another time. So anyhow, I said, well, pray for her. So Dee goes over and she just starts declaring and casting out a demon. When this girl got free, the doors to the sanctuary flung open and the door to the outside of the church, Kevin, busted open. And there were only, we were only three in the room. Well, that's scary, why? Jesus said, if I cast out demons, by the Spirit of God, that's what we just read, right? Then the kingdom of God has come near you. And the, and the Pharisees said, well, when will we see the kingdom? He said, it's not going to come by you looking for it. It's not going to be people saying, here it is and there it is. He said, the kingdom of heaven is in you. So it ought to be natural. And I love what he says in Mark 16, verse 17. And these signs will follow those who believe in my name. They will cast out demons. Why? Because the kingdom has come. 
Jesus told us this day, it's fulfilled, it's established, it's set in your eyes. He says, they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. That's part of, the, that's part of it too. <laughs> he said, they'll take up serpents. If they drink any deadly thing, it will not hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will all recover. And after the Lord had spoken to them, he was received up into heaven and sat at the right hand of God. What did Jesus do? He sat down. You, you gotta understand the, the, the power of that. Jesus said, my work's done. You do it from now on. He sat down. My work's done. I've established the kingdom in you. Now go and do the work of the kingdom. What is the work of the kingdom? Heal the sick. Cast out demon. Speak with new tongues. Man. But that was the disciples. That's what everybody wants to say. Verse 20. Then they went forth and preached everywhere. The Lord working with them and confirming the word with accompanying signs. But that was then. We don't need all, we don't need this whole big show. Nobody said it had to be a show. When Dee cast the, the, that demon out of that young girl, Dee didn't go up and scream and yell at her. She didn't pray for her the way the lady prayed for her head, her hair. <laughs> we never see where Jesus ever raised his voice at demons. We do because we get emotional in things. <laughs> and that's okay. God gave us these. So war on with yourself. Go ahead, go to war. It's all right. But know that the volume is not the power. The volume or the ferocity of the prayer is not the power. The power is in you because he put a kingdom in you. And inside of you is that ability to lay hands on the sick and they recover. Inside of you is that ability to heal the sick. Inside of you is that ability to cast out demons. Inside of you is that ability. Why? Because it is a kingdom principle and the kingdom is in you and therefore all of this is in you too. Well, I just don't think the church needs all this today. We're going to make a show of ourselves, except for that pesky verse we started out with in Hebrews 13, 8. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. If it wasn't for that, Dave, I would, I would agree. If it wasn't for that, but I can't read that verse and think that his mind changed his mind on anything else, Kevin. Colossians chapter one, and we're gonna end right here. Colossians chapter one. This is the text Ted started with. Started this whole thing off. Listen, prayer team, I'm expecting healings and reports of healings. I'm not expecting you to do it. You, don't, you probably don't even have the faith to do it. <laughs> you don't. But it's not your faith. 
You don't have the faith. You're carrying his. You're carrying kingdom principles. So it's not a challenge, okay, you have to do this. I'm just saying, I'm just expecting it. So when you're praying for somebody that's sick, tell them to test it out. Tell them to see. And if, it, if it's a, a little bit better, you better rejoice with them because that's a step toward complete freedom. That's a step toward complete freedom. Colossians chapter one, verse 13. He has delivered us, us from the power of darkness and has transferred us into the kingdom of his dear son. Healing is a kingdom principle. It's not a charismatic thing. It's not a Pentecostal thing. It's a kingdom principle. It's a believer thing. My goodness. Why don't, when, when are we going to do it? When are we actually going to be the kingdom? When are we going to be that ecclesia that operates in kingdom principles? Amen? Let's pray. Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for who you are and what you are in our life. Father, open the door. Open the door and open the floodgates. We're ready. If not here, then where? Give us the opportunity. Man, give us the backbone <laughs> to just believe you for who you are that operates in the kingdom that is inside of us. I praise you, Father, for reports of healing. I praise you, Father, for reports of completion and made whole because it is a kingdom principle and the kingdom is in us. In Jesus' name, amen. amen.